What's up, guys? My name's Elbert, but most people just call me LB. I'm a pharmacist, but I have a little secret. I love animals. Okay, so it's not so much of a secret anymore. But ever since I was a child, I've been fascinated by all sorts of creatures, from the creepy crawlies like spiders and insects and reptiles, all the way up to the giants like elephants and whales. So I've decided to hang up my white coat to go on a journey. A journey to educate people and to learn about the amazing wildlife our planet has to offer. I'll be bringing some cool critters into my home and also taking you guys to some fun locations. I'm excited to share my wildlife adventures with you. So please subscribe to my channel, watch and like my videos, and join me, Elba the Adventurer, on my journey to explore the world one animal at a time. Let's peace these broken pieces together. to episode 19 um fumble podcast uh my name is pez your host and if you've been enjoying the past 18 episodes uh go ahead and give me a like uh illuminate that notification bell and uh, subscribe to my youtube channel um i'm very excited today to reconnect with a, a friend from college but uh, he's doing some really fun stuff and I wanted to bring him on today and, uh, pick his brain on this, uh, subject because, uh, I can already, I can admit I'm not as big of a, uh, an animal lover as he is. <laughs> However, um, I admire how brave he is to, to approach these, uh, these wild animals that he has videos of, um, out. Uh, he has an Instagram channel where he posts frequently um, of his adventure. His uh, Instagram handle is lbdadventurer. Um, I knew him back from UC Davis. Uh, however, I knew him as Elbert uh, or LB. Um, welcome to Fumble Podcast. How you doing, man? I'm well. I'm well. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm, I'm honored to be here. Just glad to see you again, man. It's been it's been a while. Yeah, man, it's it has been. For people who don't know, we used to actually, surprisingly, we 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 reconnected by realizing we live in the same neighborhood for a while. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that was that was a pleasant surprise. Um, but uh, man, all those times in in college, I thought, I mean, I know you had a voice on you, and I knew you, you know, we that's how we connected uh, through a gospel choir and all that. But um, your passion for animals, you know, I, I would have never really guessed it until i saw i saw your channels and and seeing wow you, you know he's definitely brave <laughs> to go up with these <laughs> things and i want to know about you know how you how you uh mustered that uh you know that uh courage or even if it was a thing at all but let's go back and start from uh i guess semi the beginning so uh where were you born and like what where did you initially start like having a passion for animals in general 
Yeah, for sure, man. So I'm actually born and raised Elk Grove, California, just the suburb of Sacramento here. I would have uh, never guessed, man. That's crazy. <laughs> right? I know, man. I, I, I'm a, I am an Elk Groveian at heart, a Sacramento at heart. Um, yeah, so so just grew up here. And funny story, so I, I used to play a lot of sports. I was a soccer player, ran track, and, and a baseball player. And I don't remember how old I was, but my dad, um, well, so... I had a lot of cousins and friends with cable television and I was like, I, I want cable. So my dad bet me, he's like, if you hit a home run the next game, then uh, we'll get cable TV. So uh, the very next game, I knocked one out of the park. And, uh, and, and so he, he kept his word, got, got us cable TV. And it was through that, that I actually came across the crocodile hunter, Steve Irwin. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I was, I was hooked from the very first episode I watched, like, I, like wow. just watching him interact with the animals, watching his enthusiasm, his passion, uh, all his knowledge, right? Yeah, um, yeah. It just really, really ex- incited like a, a passion within me for wildlife. And it was really from that moment on that I, that I loved animals. I and mean, how old were you uh, at this point when uh, you discovered Steve Irwin? Oh, I must have been like nine or 10 years old. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. I must have been like nine, 10. I, I, yeah, I was... It was pretty young, um, and yeah, just 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 from a silly bet with my dad for cable television. <laughs> I mean, look um, at it though; that's that's crazy, right? And, and uh, for the younger audience, you know, cable television isn't even like a big deal, right? But like, <laughs> but right for us, you know, like because I have similar stories to to having to earn my cable, uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> whether it was through good grades or or you know other uh, accomplishments. But that's cool, man. That home run got you your whole career. Look at that. <laughs> exactly, exactly, right? <laughs> That's awesome. So um, so before that, though, did, did you um, like, did you have pets at home? Did you have, like, uh, were you, you know, fond of animals, just seeing them, you know, not obviously the crocodile hunter, but outside of that? Yeah, I mean, it was, there was always an interest there. We, we, we didn't have a lot of pets. My mom is, is not an animal person, but. I always grew up with 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 at least one dog. Um, okay. So when when I was born, my parents had a Chihuahua that they had since before I was born. Um, and then after he passed, we got my my dog Buddy, who I had until just a few years ago. Actually, he was about 20 years old when he passed away. Wow. Um, so I've always grown up at least around dogs. But we've yeah. had rabbits, birds. We've we've had a few different things, but nothing creepy crawly. My mom was like, no. <laughs> yeah yeah i think my mom would agree with that <laughs> but uh, well that, so that's cool so and then um so in comes uh what was it animal planet or whatever channel that was on and then mm-hmm. you you find steve Irwin. um you know uh rest in peace of course uh tragic way for him to go yeah um, what were your thoughts on that by the way like uh it was uh what was the animal that got him um stingray stingray that's right yeah, yeah. stingray when you heard about that as an adult, what, what, what were your thoughts on that? Cause that was kind of your inspiration, right? So, yeah, yeah. I think I had just turned 18, like, like a, like a week before that happened. Um, yeah. I, I like, I like, I'm, I'm not a huge like celebrity person, but I literally cried. I was like, like, that was, oh, my, that yeah. was my hero, man. Like, and it was just, it, I mean, it, it's cool to know that he went out doing what he loved, but like, you know, just the, the ra- sheer randomness of a stingray killing someone like it, like it, nobody gets killed by stingrays. Like it's so rare. Um, and like, I, I mean, I've swam with, 
like several of them, you know, like people do it millions or thousands of people do it every day at least. And, uh, uh, and yeah, just, I mean, he's, I mean, he was wrangling crocodiles, venomous snakes, and it's just the most random thing. Uh, so that was, that was, that was heartbreaking, but, um, but it's cool to see his legacy live on through his kids and right. um, his wife. And uh, I, I, I had the chance to go to his zoo a couple of times, actually, in Australia. Um, and, and so just to be in a place where, you know, he did, he did some, some work was, was, you know, the place that he built was, was amazing. It was a good experience. That's was, like uh, the Mecca. That was like the Mecca for you, probably. You know? exactly, exactly. <laughs> I tell people Australia is like the Mecca for wildlife. So, uh, I, you know, and I, Australia zoo was like that place. So, yeah. Wow. Wow, man. Um, yeah, that was, that was crazy that with the stingray incident, that was, um, I mean, I mean, it's, it's just, it's almost ironic you know right like, right right yeah you know he he was just he was wrestling gators he's i mean if, if there was a way i mean like you said though he you know he went doing what he loved so and then his kid and his wife his kids and his wife are carrying on his legacy so that's that's huge now when you learned of that um because by at what age did you start going and actually exploring these animals yourself yeah uh funny enough um like that four years ago almost little little under four years ago maybe three and a half years ago okay so it wasn't that long ago okay no no um so you know i i i've always had the passion even in college like my favorite classes were like zoology animal animal bio yeah. um i got to do this really amazing trip uh between my junior and senior year at davis uh where uh, this researcher at harvard she's a grad student she got some grant to take like two students to the Caribbean to catch lizards for her research. And so I just randomly applied. I, I wasn't even like, you know, I wasn't going to go into like the, the animal studies kind of field. I had, yeah. I'm a pharmacist. Right. Um, but, but, um, but I, I was like, I told her, I was like, listen, I love animals. I I'm really interested in this, this research. I'm not going into this field after graduation, but I would love this experience. And so we did a phone interview and, and she ended up selecting me. So we went I, like, flew me out to the island of Guadalupe for like 10 days, just caught, caught lizards and, and saw so many cool animals and snorkel. And yeah, it was amazing. Wow. That was your first time experiencing that. Uh, so yeah, in that way. Yeah. Um, you know, I had done, I'd been out overseas, you know, a couple of times before that, but that was like my first like wildlife centered trip. Yeah. Wow, man. Yeah. So what, did you ever have any apprehensions about approaching these, uh, animals that some are poisonous some are uh can be lethal even with their bites um i mean obviously ed you can educate us on all of that but um you know like i guess like so this trip in college was must have been just amazing but um and i want you to tell tell me about that experience uh more but the first time you encountered i want to i'm wondering like the first time you encountered a wild animal um or you even had the idea of doing that. Um, like when, when did the, if there were any apprehensions, when did that switch to, no, I, this is my passion. I want to do it. Like, how did that, I'm curious about that. Yeah. Great question. Um, so I would say there's, there's a couple moments, but the, the main one uh, was actually on my honeymoon. <laughs> um, so I got married back in December of 2017 and uh, um, 
we went to uh, the, the French Polynesian islands. So we went to Tahiti, Bora Bora, Mojorea. Okay. Um, and, uh, and so on that trip, we had done, we, we had picked some excursions. Um, and one was to swim with sharks and rays. Uh, and so um, wow. I was like, dude, I was doing that tour with my wife. And I was just like, the level of excitement, like, mm -hmm. just was so high. I mean, yeah. like, I'm like, I'm on my honeymoon and I'm like super excited about <laughs> swimming with fish, you know, like <laughs> that's weird, man. Um, what does so, your wife think about that? <laughs> no, she, she, she just thinks it's funny. She, yeah. she, you know, she's super supportive, you know, of the passion and, um, you know, so it was kind of there. I was talking to her. I was like, you know, babe, I, I gotta do something with this. Like, I, I gotta, I, I, like, I, I gotta do something. Like I was, I was out on the snorkeling tour and I was chatting with my wife on the boat and then. The, one of the guides from a different tour was like, manta rays, manta rays. And like within seconds, I had my, my snorkel on and I was in the water, like <laughs> diving down to swim with manta rays. Like, wow. I, like, and it was just, it wasn't, even, like, there was no hesitation. Like there was zero fear, you and know? And that was the first time? That, that, was, that was the first moment where I was like, like, I'm not scared. Like, I got to do this, you know? Yeah, like, I, yeah. I, like, you know, I never really had like a fear that, I'll get into this in a bit. There's only two animals that like make me nervous. Okay. Um, but, but um, no, I, there's not like a fear. There's, there's like a, a, a cautious respect, um, you know, and, but, but not fear. I right. See. Um, I see. Um, I see. Yeah. Like I, I'm not like reckless or anything with my interactions. Mm -hmm. um, but, but uh, I'm not afraid of the, of the animal per se. I um, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. but that, that honeymoon trip that was where I was like I I got to do something so it was then that I decided to just start the Instagram page right. and then a few months later I, I started the YouTube channel um uh yeah so it's, it's been it's been incredible since then so many cool experiences just in the last four years man so okay I mean I get that I I, I can understand that um first of all the difference between what you were saying fear versus the uh respect of the animal and all of that. Uh, now, what were the two times you said two animals that you're apprehensive about or nervous about? <laughs> so, uh, like I, the, you know those, you know those murder hornets, the the giant Asian hornets. Oh my god! Um, yeah, those guys. I mean, they 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 just they they those. I would say I'm a little bit of afraid of. Like I would not want to encounter a swarm of those guys. Um, and then the giant centipede. Um, any giant centipede. Okay, um, explain the giant centipede. How big are we talking? Oh, I've seen them. I've seen them like like two, three feet long, like nasty bite. Um, and the, the, you know they could be pretty aggressive. Wow. Um, but you know, even though I'm afraid, I probably would still handle one under the right circumstances. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. They just, they just, they, they, they definitely scare me. Like I would not want to wake up with one of those crawling Man. on me for sure. I mean, I don't. So in, in my ignorant mind about centipedes, the only the thing I think about is Human Centipede, that movie. Oh, it gosh. was crazy. <laughs> I, I heard about the movie. I haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah, you're not missing much. It's it's <laughs> quite it's quite gnarly. But anyway, um, but no. Um, so you said that the giant centipede has a deadly bite, or is it is it uh like is it poisonous? How 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 does it? How do you describe that? It's venomous. It's not deadly. It just hurts. It hurts hurt a lot I see. Um, I see. but it's just the way like they're, they're pretty pretty um 
uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They're pretty persistent, like hunters. So that they 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 go out searching for prey. And I've seen them take down like mice before. Um, they wow. they get pretty big, yeah. Um, yeah. So it just it's just all the legs like crawl on you and then the bite they, like that just doesn't sound <laughs> sound too fun. Um, yeah. I'm sure there's a bunch of audience members right now screaming, <laughs> but it's, I mean, it's a, it's very, it's a very rare, um, passion, right? I mean, it's not right. that rare. A lot of, there's a lot of animal lovers, obviously, but to go in depth with wanting to handle them. Right. I, I, right. I feel that, uh, not many, that many people want to do that. Right. I mean, we talked about the, uh, Steve Irvin and his family, but, and then yourself, and there's a few I, that I've seen on, uh, on cable tv uh, and, right right you know but uh um so like going into uh deciding to start your channel and then um getting this thing rolling and and kind of a segue you mentioned that you know you studied pharmacy and then you're a farm you are you are a pharmacist um by the way I, I was i was watching a few of your uh videos on your youtube channel and in in one of the intros you mentioned that you actually hung up your white coat is that did you literally do that or not literally not, not literally. okay that, <laughs> okay 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 no, no i still gotta pay the i had to ask i had to ask because i'm doing this as a passion but i know i gotta keep working too to, to right, continue right. <laughs> yeah 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 so um how do you uh first of all like how did you start uh finding locations and and studying the places to go you know and and then like actually getting a camera set up and all of that. But more importantly, how did you find the places? Like, where would you look? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so uh, multiple avenues. I mean, I, I've always been like a pretty big traveler. Um, okay. And so actually prior to, uh, prior to this, to starting all of this, I had gone to Australia with a buddy of mine the first time, like actually, was it the same year? I think it was like the same year I got married. It was, <laughs> it was okay. earlier that year before I had even proposed to, I, I got like engaged and married, like within the same year. So okay. it was, it was 2017. I, I had gone to Australia for the first time. And actually I would say that, that was, that was part of what lit the spark. It was the honeymoon that really like put it on fire. But, um, so I knew I always wanted to go back there, okay. um, and, and, and see some stuff. Um, and then just honestly networking through social media, um, you know, I, I started the page. It's 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 hard to grow on Instagram. It's it's a lot of work. Um, I know about that. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. there were a few few guys that actually uh, followed me pretty early on um, that had a bigger following than me. And so I was just I was messaging back and forth with them, and they're, they're out of they're out in Florida. So oh, yeah. um, Florida has some really amazing sanctuaries, and it all has to do with it. They're kind of more lax. Um, uh, laws in terms of, of wildlife. Yeah. Um, and so because of that, pe people get like lemurs as pets or monkeys or, you know, just, just stuff that shouldn't be pets. Um, and then they end up realizing that, Oh, like this is a wild animal. And so those end up at sanctuaries, right. When the sanctuaries right. take them in and, and give them the proper care and, and all that. And so there's the, the, those sanctuaries are great places because not only do they kind of rescue these these animals, some of them are actually breeding endangered species. Um, there's there's a sanctuary out in Florida I go to called Chase, and they 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 specialize in lemurs, um, okay. and uh, so they have like they have 
all, all the species of lemur are endangered, but they have some critically endangered ones called black and white, white rough lemurs. So I, I just found out about them through an, a, a friend, like they, like he was there. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I got to check this place out. So I went to Florida and checked it out. <laughs> That's um, cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, how, so you started out by reaching out to other uh, fellow animal lovers. You, you got, you found locations that you wanted to visit. Mm-hmm. Florida, Australia, being all, um, being a couple. And mm-hmm. then, and then, um, as far as, uh, you know, getting to these places, cause I saw some of your videos and, and, um, you, you have one of when you're, it's called, uh, what was it called? Gator or something where you're feeding. It's like, a Oh, Gatorland. Gatorland. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I'm about to feed an alligator. This is crazy. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? All right. We're going to do this. And you're feeding these gators, which is, by the way, that's um, <laughs> that's quite bold. And what were you feeding him, by by the way? And that's I believe it was chicken. Chicken. Yeah, yeah. Now, do gators eat all types of meat? How does it work? Yeah, yeah. They'll 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 eat. Yeah, they'll eat like they eat fish. They'll eat small mammals, birds. Wow. You know, yeah, yeah. They'll eat. They'll eat a lot of stuff. Um, I see. It, yeah, yeah. And in that case, um. Was that your first time feeding the gators in that in the video? I'm trying to think. That was my first time feeding gators. Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah, that cool. was my first. I was like thinking back. Yeah, no, that's literally my first time feeding them. It wasn't my first interaction with gators, but it was my first time like feeding them like that. Mm-hmm. I see. I see. All right. So now the the um, the question I've been holding is uh, till now is what was the what has been so far in your uh, journey? or in your adventure to be more uh correct how what was the scariest uh encounter you've had with the wild animal mm. scariest or, or, I, I, or something that that may have happened that you didn't ca- like account for perhaps that's, might, that's a you may great not question. have one <laughs> yeah I, I don't i don't think i have one i mean i could tell you like uh i i I could tell you one where I was a little bit nervous, but um, okay, that that happened. Yeah. A, a, maybe I was in Florida like what two, three weeks? No, three, four weeks ago now. Um, and uh, I was hiking in the swamp, <laughs> and my my buddies and I came across a wild boar. Um, and oh, um, I and, and those guys can be pretty aggressive. Um, so it was kind of staring us down, but we kept our distance, and and so that that was a little bit tense. Um, otherwise um i i did i mean i was in that same swamp i did find a uh a, a pygmy rattlesnake which was actually pretty awesome <laughs> but uh but i it was in the middle of the trail and if i wasn't paying attention i would could have stepped on it so um that that was now but i wasn't scared before, yeah i was gonna say before you go on to these trails do you do like a little little bit of homework on what's gonna what to expect on these trails, like what you might see or what lives out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like sometimes I'll intentionally go to a trail looking for for something. So like that particular place. Well, I wanted to do that that hike anyway, but then my my buddy was like, "Oh, there's there's," or, or no, I saw on their website, their their Instagram page that there's rattlesnakes there. 
the pygmy rattlesnake. And now, so what is like, a pygmy oh, got... rattlesnake, by the way? Just to quickly explain that for the audience. It's it's a it's a it's just a small, really small species of rattlesnake. So like full-grown adults are, are are pretty tiny. Like the one I found was maybe a couple feet long. Um okay. and that was that was full full grown. I don't I don't think the bite is deadly, but it will mess you up. Um and contrast that with like the larger species of rattlesnake, uh, which is the eastern diamondback rattlesnake. Um, those those get pretty darn big. I have a picture of one. Um, on my Instagram page somewhere back there. Um, yeah. that, that I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna plug that here, uh, that picture. I'm gonna put it at this point so we can we can see it, um, as 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 well as the pygmy rattlesnake for comparison. But um, where do you find the diamondback rattlesnakes usually? So, the the, I didn't do that one in the wild. Um, um, oh, okay. so that one was uh, uh it was is owned by a, a buddy of mine up in Oregon, um, who oh, I went I to see. to visit. He's a he's a wildlife guy up there he, he has a really cool uh, operation he goes to a bunch of shows and so he has a really cool collection of snakes um uh, some of some of which he breeds he's got snapping turtles he's got um uh patagonian cavy which is like this large rodent from like argentina uh wow. he's got a bunch of cool stuff yeah yeah so I, i i connected with him again through basically through social media good good guy real good guy his name's brad um Uh, Brad's World Reptiles is, is is the name of his place. Good, super solid cool. dude, super smart, knowledgeable. So yeah, I just honestly like I just connect with people like that who are doing amazing work already, and uh, I like to highlight what they're doing as well. Uh, yeah. um, um, just you know, just to just show folks too that like these animals aren't out to get you, right? Like yeah. they they they're they, you know people are a lot, a lot of times the, the fear is because of you know old school movies like arachnophobia things like that right um the, the spiders aren't out to get you like they they, they just want to be left alone <laughs> you know my my <laughs> wife is is like deadly afraid of spiders mm. so she has that fear and so um uh, how do you yeah so how, like you said you you you're part of your goal is to, or part of your journey is to show that these animals are indeed actually not there to hurt us right right because right. i think uh books and movies and shows have created this this alternate um reality of what these guys are there to do and and so how would you how would you um for someone since i my wife has arachno she has arachnophobia how would you uh let someone that has that fear know like that it's okay like To, to get them to to open up yeah yeah i mean I, i'll say this my goal is not necessarily to, to convince even somebody to like pick up a spider or, or okay. touch them or anything like that right yeah. it's just maybe don't kill it you know uh um well that's yeah, 100 percent. yeah I, i usually like to just talk about like right the importance and the value of the species in, in the ecosystem as, as reasons why they're, they're important like right like spiders are there they just want to eat bugs um some of them are big enough to eat small rodents or birds but That, that helps to kind of regulate insect populations, uh, you know what I mean, which which ultimately could reduce potentially the spread of some diseases, things like that, right? So that mm -hmm. these 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 uh, uh, spiders are, are super important parts of the ecosystems they inhabit, right? They they help to regulate these things, and so um, so I just start by by with that, and yeah. then you know just just sh showing people like a little bit of a hands-on approach, not that I expect them to can show them that like, hey, this this spider's not out to get me. Like, 
uh, in, when I was in Florida a few weeks ago. And to be honest, I I, I wouldn't have done this if, you know, if my buddy didn't do it first because I'm still learning, right? And right. He's, I, I, so we saw this these beautiful spiders. They're called golden orb weavers. Um, some people call them banana spiders. Um, there's another spider called the banana spider that's that's a very dangerous. It's not this one. <laughs> um, okay. And, and so they make these beautiful, huge webs, and they're they're just like these massive, massive spiders. Um, but he's like, he, he's like, dude, yeah, they don't bite, you know, they're they're not they're not trying to hurt you. And so he just went up to the web, grabbed it out of the web, and let it crawl. So he's like, you want to hold it? Handed it to me. I let it crawl. I was like, oh, I got to come back here and catch one myself. So that's what I did. Came back a few days later, caught another one. <laughs> uh, and uh, sure enough, you know, so even for me, like as as I'm teaching people stuff, like I'm learning myself, right? And that's what's right. exciting. It's like I know stuff, but I don't know everything, right? There's people who know more than me, so I want to be around them so I can learn more, so I can educate more people, right? That's cool, man. Um, and the the what you mentioned about the ecosystem and how important it is for for all all living creatures to to continue to be allowed to live, and and um. And for us to not allow our um, our first instinct sometimes to kind of affect that, right? Because it, right. it can. It can. Um, I mean, there's a bunch of documentaries out right now about you know the sea and and what's happening with all of that, and mm -hmm. and and, and um, there's one on Netflix now. I think it's called uh, the Sea secret secret conspiracy or something like that Se yeah seaspiracy yeah and apparently it's a it's kind of like trying to put pressure on the business side of of fishing right and, uh and it's it's kind of like trying to let them know hey we're actually shortening the lifespan of not just fish but other uh people and animals and and the overall planet so right right yeah I'm you you know way more about these things I, it just for me that that bothers me a little bit but um and so and I'm not sitting here saying that you know I've never you know made the mistake of of when I was younger making you know the wrong judgment on some of these uh animals but anyway it the point is like you said you learn and and you you try to educate yourself the uh the more you interact with them or even if you see one passing them now getting back to uh your adventures um uh you said that uh you have so the, uh that spider that you went and 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 um it was called a remind me of the name of that spider again banana spider or golden orb weaver yeah. okay yeah and mm -hmm. you said and um now i've heard of some spiders in uh other countries mm -hmm. uh like the uh there's one apparently that is uh very de uh deadly if i'm not mm -hmm. mistaken. correct mm -hmm. me if i'm wrong i believe it's called the uh camel spider okay okay i'm yeah. familiar with the camel spider yeah. yeah yeah so what is uh they mentioned that it it they're they are supposedly very poisonous right they're apparently so, very poisonous i don't I, I admittedly i don't know a ton about camel spiders however okay. i don't I, I i do know they're arachnids i don't actually believe they're um i, I don't believe that the bite is deadly at least the species that i'm familiar with um um in fact i i i, I seen a guy i think get intentionally bitten by one <laughs> so uh on youtube so okay. he is fine i just think the bite hurts it um, hurts. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Are there any spiders that 
a bite could actually be serious? pretty bad. Yeah. 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 Um, so, I mean, Australia, you've got the um, Sydney funnel web spider. Uh, that, okay. that bite is very dangerous. And that's not a spider you handle. Um, that's one thing you'll learn too. You know, I'm learning too, that like you kind of get to know different species, their temperaments, things like that. Uh, but yeah. that's not one people handle. Like they, they, their bite is very, very nasty. Um, in, in the States here, um, you know, surprisingly, the larger spiders like the tarantulas, like out, out, out here in California, every fall, you can see, um, um, I think they're, they're called blonde tarantulas out at Mount Diablo in Danville, California. Okay. The, the, the males will come out looking for mates, but those spiders, their, their bite is not, not bad. It might hurt, but it's, it's no worse than a bee sting. Um, but you've got smaller spiders, um, you know, black widow, right? Um, not, not typically a deadly bite, just a painful one. Um, and then, you know, there's, there's, I've heard conflicting information on this, but the, the um, brown recluse, I've heard some people report they're in California. I've heard they're not. I'm not sure, but um, the brown recluse is, is native to the states, and uh, that bite is is nasty. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Man. So, all right. There. See, we, ladies and gentlemen, we learned about uh, spiders and the, what's what's myth and what's not, and um, some you're not supposed to handle, uh, as LB just mentioned, but because um, <laughs> their their bites can be more uh, harmful. But um, so. Going on to these animals now, uh, out of the wild animals, right? Um, do you, how many would you, do you have on like at your place? Like how many animals do you possess? Hmm, great question. I have six turtles. Six turtles. Um, wow. Yeah. Okay. One, six turtles. I have a rabbit. <laughs> okay. Um, I have a uh, a uh, a flat rock scorpion, and I have a whip scorpion or vinegaroon, um, which I actually have right here with me. I can show you in a minute. I would love um, to see some of these uh, that you're mentioning, but yeah, continue. What else? And I just got uh, a, an iguana. Um, oh, so yeah, I got it's a it, the species is a green iguana, but he's red uh, <laughs> or orange. Um, okay okay um but beautiful beautiful guy adopted from a lady who couldn't take care of him anymore um yeah so i think that's all i have yeah i think that's it <laughs> that, that's it huh that's it yeah <laughs> six turtles wow so yeah show us some of these uh beautiful creatures yeah let's see here so this is Vinny. um here you go buddy come here come on out <laughs> he looks creepier than he is i promise Okay, so I don't know if you can you see that? Oh my god, yes. <laughs> so this is called a whip scorpion or vinegaroon. Uh, I believe this species name is Mastigoproc just gigantius. Um, yeah, so uh, wow. from southeastern United States. Um, and they are a large non venomous uh arachnid. Um, okay. yeah, so they're related to like spiders and scorpions. Um, but completely harmless um they have I mean, the way you could tell their arachnids is they have eight legs or uh four pairs of legs but the I front see. two you see those guys moving around there yeah 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 there we go yeah yeah so those he's are he's those waving are, at us <laughs> exactly <laughs> Say hi, buddy. so th those are actually what we call uh vermiform appendages or i'm sorry not vermiform 
mixing that up. They are antenniform appendages. So their legs, the, those, those front legs actually function more like antenna than they do legs. They only walk on three pairs of those legs. Oh, I see. Mm -hmm. Now, mm -hmm. what is when you, uh, so what is the purpose of the front two legs? It's just to, to just to sense their environment. So like an like a bug would use its antenna, they I use see. their legs like that. Mm -hmm. I see, I see. And now then, what if, yeah, go ahead. Oh, cool. I was gonna say too, really one cool form of defense that these guys have, and it's why they get the name vinegaroon. Okay. So at the base of their tail, they actually have these glands that when they get scared or startled, they will shoot out a substance called uh, that's composed of acetic acid, mostly acetic acid and some propylic acid. The acetic acid is vinegar, right? So vinegaroon, that's how they get the name. Wow. They basically just shoot vinegar at you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then, so hold on. So um, what, did, what, did the, what does something like this eat? Uh, small insects. So I'll feed okay. them uh, little, uh, little things called superworms, or I'll feed them crickets, uh, gotcha. roaches. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's amazing, man. Um, yeah. I kind of wish I was going to say that we could have done this in person now because I want to be brave like you and hold one. <laughs> now, now, <laughs> I but know, like, you got to do it one day. I, I want to. I want to. Maybe we'll catch up. I'll, I'll go on one of these uh, adventures with you one of these days. Um, so how how long does uh, does he would he live for? That's a great question. I do not know the answer to that. OK, um, okay. off the top of my head, I have to look that up. I see. But when uh, when did you when did you uh, get him? I've had him for probably a year and a half, year and a half. two years now. And so. that's that's the the biggest they get right it's the largest. yeah this is a, he's full size mm -hmm. full size got it i see mm -hmm. i see that's awesome man are you able to show us any more of your awesome pets or let me see um i have i have my scorpion but he can be a little bit uh a little bit finicky so let me see if i can get him maybe sure, i'll just show you him in his enclosure okay fair enough fair uh, enough i'll be right whatever, back whatever right. is easy for you <laughs> let's see here He's a, he can be a little bit more of a butt than, um, come here, bud. Let's see. Oh, wow. There he is. Amazing. So okay. I call yeah. him Scorpio. Scorpio. Um, Scorpio, the uh, flat rock scorpion. I don't, uh, I don't, um, I'm not very creative with names. That's Vinny the Vinegaroon. This is Scorpio the scorpion. <laughs> <laughs> My my iguana's name, my iguana's name is Rojo, red in Spanish. So I got you. I got you. <laughs> not That's very cool. Creative. <laughs> hey man, the fact that you have these animals is quite creative enough. <laughs> but so tell me a little bit about Scorpio. Um, uh, can they be? Are they not venomous either, or how how's that? No. So he's he's venomous. So scorp all, okay. all scorpions are are venomous. That whip. This is a whip scorpion. It's not a true scorpion. Uh, the first one I showed you. Yeah. But uh, he's venomous. But it is th this particular species. The venom is completely harmless. Uh, I I don't even think I've never even seen him use it on his prey. So uh, oh, wow. he has pretty powerful, um, pretty powerful pincers there. Okay. And so um, he'll grab onto the prey and just kind of start eating it live. I see. <laughs> um, I feel bad. <laughs> I feel bad for it, but uh, yeah. yeah, that's so. Yeah, he's yeah, he's 
pretty and marvelous. Where, where are they uh, usually as far as geography of like where uh, Scorpio's species would, you would find them? Where would you find uh, them? Southern part of Africa. Wow. Mm-hmm. So is that mm-hmm. where you got them from? No, no, no. I got them from a, a, a exotic pet store here in Sacramento. I got you. Um, I got you. Yeah, they're they're bred in 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 country now, but um, sure, but pe- pe- they have breeders here in the states, I believe. So, um, but yeah, no, got them, got them from a reptile store. Wow, man. Yeah. Um. So, uh, the you don't have like the more conventional pets, like a, like a dog or, or a cat or anything like that. I have a rabbit. I don't know if that's considered. Oh, that's right. You mentioned the rabbit. That's right. That's right. That's right. Now, how do these anim- animals inside your home, how did you don't put them near each other? I'm assuming because, you know, some of them can be prey to the others. <laughs> no, I, yeah. So I have the, like, they have my, my scorpion and my whip scorpion. They have their own little enclosure. I actually have uh, five of my turtles are in a pond. Um, oh i see so i have a I, I have two ponds in my yard but i built a big one and put all the turtles in it um okay and, and then um my i have my fifth my sixth turtle uh he's he's actually a really cool species maybe you can put a, a picture uh of him up uh, i will i'll folks. do it at this point for sure yeah awesome awesome but it's called a mata mata turtle uh okay so it's, it's this really crazy unique looking south american turtle okay um um, what's unique about them i mean we'll have the picture but describe it yeah so they, their head like it kind of looks like a rotting leaf like it's almost like an arrow shaped leaf shaped head okay they have like all these um you know ex- extensions from their skin that just makes them look like rotting rotting leaves all right um, their shell kind of looks like a, a a floating log or something um and they have like this kind of snorkel-like nose. So they'll just sit on the bottom and just stick their, they have really long necks. So they'll just stick their head up above the water, stick the nose just above the surface, just to breathe and go right back under. Um, and they're, they're fish eaters. So um, they're not like your traditional turtle where uh, they like 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 the pond turtles, things like that we have in the States uh, for a couple of reasons. One uh, is they don't have like jaws like regular turtles. so. They don't bite down. They kind of, when the fish swims by, and it's it's pretty incredible. Watch, they strike out, open their mouth. It creates this vacuum, uh, which actually sucks the fish and some water in. Yeah, um, it happens in the blink of an eye. I mean, wow. you, you can go on YouTube and watch Mata Mata eating fish. It's like the fat. It's so fast. It's incredible. Um, and and then they just kind of spit out the water, swallow the fish whole. Uh, yeah, so yeah. They don't really chew then. No, no, they don't chew. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then the, the other reason they're like different than maybe turtles, at least most of us in North America would be used to, uh, is that they're, they're side neck turtles. What um, does that mean? So uh, you're, you're, the more common turtles or tortoises that we were, we're probably more used to, you know, they pull their head kind of back into oh, the right, shell. Oh, right, right, right. Um, these turtles, um, they, they actually, they can't do that. They just t- turn their head to the side and kind of tuck it in, but it oh. can't go completely into the shell um yeah side neck side neck turtles are are i think only exclusively from the southern hemisphere uh um so we wouldn't find any up in here up here in like the states or anything i got you now like you said tortoises and turtles now um how big the would one of your turtles get as far as because you said you've you've mentioned matamata but the other five that you have are they all the same breed Four of them are, I have four red ear sliders, which are just very common pets. Um, yeah. And then um, a Mississippi map turtle, 
Um, um, and so they're, they're, they're all kind of like pond river turtles. Raider sliders, um, I, like a couple of mine just came from out here walking around. So they're, they're not native to California. Um, they're, they're actually from like the, the, the east coast, I think in the south. Um, okay. So they're, they're not native here. And so, but what happens is, you know, they have kind of a, they have a pretty good bite. So people don't realize that they'll get, they'll get bitten or they'll just get tired of taking care of it. They'll just go put it out in the creek or pond out here. Wow. They, well, they are very, a very hardy turtle. So they, they do just fine in our climate. They breed well. So they, they're like, the, they're a problem here because we have a native Western pond turtle that, that the, the redder sliders are out competing um you know they eat the same foods they they inhabit the same territory and the sliders are just they're they just they're breeding eat more easily um and so they're out competing the native turtles which is a problem i got you so but you said they're from uh southeast region of the united states right yeah i believe like the east coast and south is where they're kind of from okay. um yeah yeah so when they end up in california it's it's it has to be uh strictly through human shipment right. right correct got correct. it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay um and how big do, does your turtles get i guess the biggest one that you have uh they're they're, they're they get bigger than you would expect it's not like a huge turtle yeah. but they get they get a pretty good size um i couldn't i couldn't say my, my biggest one she's probably she's probably still got some growing to do um but she's she's probably maybe eight inches from uh front of her shell to the back of her shell okay yeah she's a good size she's a good size girl she's getting okay. bigger yeah yeah that's that's cool man um and your your wife is obviously supportive of all of this <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's not an animal person but she's except the rabbit that's her baby that, that's that, her baby. that is hers Got yeah Got she it. loves cool. that rabbit awesome man are you planning to uh add any more animals to to the mix or what no, no, no. I'm, no. I'm, I'm done. It's, it's enough to keep up with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure. Cause there's a lot of maintenance that's involved. Right. Um, that's cool, man. Uh, I mean, I only got three, I only had two cats, my brother-in-law's cat cause he stays with us and then, uh, our, our French bulldog, but that's about it now. Um, as far as, um, uh, where you, where you're planning to go next, um, kind of, uh, enlighten us on on plans you may have of of uh, future adventures that you're pursuing, uh, it, whether it's you know locations that you haven't been to yet. Uh, have you been to Africa yet, for example? As far as the, I haven't. I haven't. Yeah, okay. I gotta get there. Yeah, that's like that's up that's up at the top of the list. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. 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 So um, how do you? I guess um. So you, you just plan it through networking, like you said, right? Like you, you, you'll find a location and you just say, Hey, I'm going to go check this place out and then wherever that may be. Um, and so is there anything in the near future that we should know about that you're, you're planning to do or a place you're planning to go to that you haven't gone yet? Uh, not right, right now. Um, the, well, kind of. So the, the pandemic has kind of made things a little bit more challenging. Yeah. Um, I, I, I will say I'm thankful in, in some ways because it's kind of slowed me down a little bit. And I've been able to actually learn a lot more about some of the native species that we have um, to California. Right. So that, that's been fun. Um, like banana slugs, that's, those are like 
I love banana slugs. I, I'm yeah. probably the only person who loves slugs, but um, I saw your video on that, and and I'll, I'll I'll post that on there too on here. So thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so so that that's been cool. Um, but in terms of I'm going to Hawaii in um like a week and a half or so. Um, okay. it's it's not like this, so some of my trips are kind of planned to go to do animal stuff, and other trips are just planned, and then we kind of just throw animal stuff in. Um, yeah. in the mix right yeah. um so hawaii is that that second type of trip so we're going me and my wife are going to hang out um yeah. Yeah. um but there's a few few species i'd like to see uh while i'm out there um particularly i i love sea turtles so i, I gotta see some some sea turtles um and then uh uh there's some there's some frogs that i want to see out there too they're invasive frogs they're from puerto rico um okay. what does invasive I, frog mean so in, invasive in, in general just means a species introduced to a place that they're not supposed to be. Um, oh, I see. I see. Yeah. So like the red ear sliders here in California, they would be considered an invasive species. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, but yeah. uh, um, so what, uh, what island are you guys headed to in Hawaii? Are you going to island hop? The big island this time. Big so, island, um, yeah, yeah I've, I've been to Kauai and Maui. My, my wife's never been to any island. So we're like, this would be a good first for us both. Um, um, and so we just want to do some hiking and, and some snorkeling and, and just, just hanging out. Yeah. Uh, yeah so, but, but in, in the myth middle of that, I, I'm hoping to go see if I can find some, some frogs and maybe some other critters at night. <laughs> That's awesome, man. That's cool. I, I, uh, I, I, I had the privilege of going to Kauai with my wife for our honeymoon and, and there, we actually saw the sea some of the sea turtles mm -hmm, there mm -hmm. and and we got to swim with dolphins which of course was amazing and uh i mean you can't go wrong in hawaii it's just <laughs> there's no nope. not there's like nothing oh one thing about hawaii though and, and maybe you know about this apparently you can't take your pets from other states or there's mm -hmm. a very there's a very strict uh procedure Mm -hmm. that you have to follow going into mm -hmm. Hawaii with pets I don't know if you know anything about that but um, I'm not sure about the strict procedure itself but I was just wondering if, if you have any info on that um I I, I it doesn't surprise me um because uh, like it, it, Florida's having this problem right now too right so like there's a lot of species from other countries right and then people get them as pets and they get out and the climate is perfect for them. So mm -hmm. they do really well and they outcompete the native stuff. Right. Oh, um, nice. You know, or they, or they're just like a nuisance, like iguanas in Florida. They're not from Florida. Right. Right. They're, they're introduced there now, now they, but they're just, they breed so well there. The climate's perfect for them. So they just do great. Um, so Hawaii is probably trying to protect against that because um, they already have some invasive chameleon species, um, which that, that are from that are from Africa. <laughs> um, right. Those frogs that they're called koki frogs. I think they're from Puerto Rico. Um, there's several other in, introduced species. So I'm pretty sure like there, there's I, I know, for example, like my reptiles, like I couldn't take them with me if I were to move to Hawaii. I'd have to, to adopt yeah. them all out um yeah. and that, that makes sense right because they're trying to protect their ecosystems and being an island right th that can be a little bit more fragile right. um, um right. than maybe other places um and then there's you know possibility of the them carrying diseases that could that could mm. potentially wipe out the the native species um so 
there, there's all those sorts of risks that um, that that Hawaii, I think, is just protecting against, which I, I think is very wise. It is. No, it is. It's 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 a great law to protect the land there. Um, well, that's cool. See, I didn't know that. Um, awesome, man. So that that sounds fun. You're headed to the Big Island, and and um, uh, I, I'm looking forward to videos you post from there if you are. Um, but uh, the other topic we wanted to talk about, it's kind of related, kind of not, because we've kind of mentioned, you know, family. So um, you told me you're passionate about family as well. So um, elaborate on that. How, uh, how far are we going with family that, that it, you're passionate about? Are we talking about just immediate parents, siblings, wife, kids? By the way, are you guys, do you have any of those pets yet? <laughs> not yet, not yet. <laughs> not <Okay>. yet. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully we're, we're, soon, but not yet. <laughs> yeah, I see. Awesome, man. Yeah, so tell me, um, obviously, family's great. I mean, we, we all have families, but um, uh, growing up, you guys, do you, you have any siblings, by the way? No, I'm, I'm an only child. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah yeah one of the one of the rarities <laughs> <laughs> hey it's no my best friend is the only child is he's an only child as well um but uh, what was gonna, i was gonna ask though is um what was the dynamic like growing up did you guys do a lot of uh, family get-togethers reunions um because you did say you had traveled a lot so i'm wondering if part of that was due to family reunions and stuff yeah yeah no so yeah but family's my family's pretty close, you know, especially when I was growing up, we, we used to do a lot of stuff. My dad's from Chicago. Uh, so we would go out there, um, like every year, uh, to see family for the summer or we'd have like Christmases either there or out, out here. Everybody would fly in together and we just, we just all hang out. Um, uh, my, my mom's from Sacramento, but my, my grandmother's from Houston. So we'd go out there sometimes Wow. Uh, I, I have family reunions uh, down in uh, Mississippi as well. Um, I've wow. been there a few times. Yeah. So it's it's uh, yeah, I, I love family. You know, it, I, I, it was me and my parents, but I, I, I'm pretty close to to my, my cousins, too. One of my cousins, actually, she's kind of like my sister. She she lived with us for for several years when I was growing up. So uh, I wasn't I wasn't always like alone, um, I, you know, uh, so that was that was nice. I call her my sister cousin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's cool man yeah. so mississippi houston chicago mm -hmm. how did you choose your sports teams man <laughs> man i know i know well I, you know i got i gotta rock with my kings i'm i'm a i'm a sac i'm sacramento my, my, i remember my dad and i went to a bulls kings game one time yeah. and you know of course we you know we had to root against each other uh, <laughs> um my your dad, dad would be uh, your dad yeah your dad would be um probably proud to hear that i'm actually a bulls fan there you uh, go. There yeah, you go. yeah, yeah. I yeah, I grew up. Obviously, I was born in Iran, but I um, even in Iran, I, I when I was seven or eight years old, it you know it was the heydays of the Bulls. So it was yeah, like, oh yeah. So that yeah. was I, I kind of just latched on and I stuck with them. But I commend you for being a Kings fan even through all the <laughs> even through all, all the tough years. But um, you know that's awesome though, man. Uh, family is great because you know, and reunions are awesome too. And, uh, you know, uh, it's cool that you, you know, you have family kind of spread out through the States. So, uh, you guys get to travel 
within the states and have Christmases all over. So that's awesome, man. Um, anything else uh, you want to mention as far as uh, we we talked about Hawaii coming up, but um, maybe one of your like uh, bucket list animals that you you haven't seen yet that you're hoping to to, to see up close. That's a great question. Um, I would have said cheetah, but I actually got to meet a cheetah in Australia at Australia Zoo, actually. Uh, um, so I would I would say that. But one one thing I've really been wanting to do for like years now is um, I want to swim with whale sharks. Like, oh wow! Like, I I want I want to go. They, you can, I think you can do it in Mexico and the Philippines. Okay. My, 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 my wife is, is half Filipina. So I was like, let's, let's go with your family. Let's go to the Philippines. <laughs> yeah. Let's like, let, let, I want to do this. Like I need to swim with Welsh. Like that's, that's like, that's at, like the, the top of my bucket list. Like I, wow. I got to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that, that sounds intense. Now, uh, let's, let's, uh, bust some myths about sharks and, and whale sharks specifically um they don't attack us they don't attack right unless they're they how do, how do, how are they provoked yeah so well with whale sharks they, they don't attack people they they eat like like they're they're they eat like tiny like plankton like they, they eat small stuff okay. so they, they're they don't they're not like um your typical shark they're the, they're the largest species of shark right um but they're 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 basically harmless <laughs> okay. um so 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 that that's cool but in terms of sharks yeah most of them you know i can't say all but most shark attacks right they're either um either they think that you 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 look like a seal or something or they're like figuring out what the heck you are right but yeah. unfortunately they don't have hands yeah. Yeah, <laughs> to yeah, feel yeah. so they feel with their teeth <laughs> um and uh, that doesn't feel so good for us um, um so so that that's usually what happens and usually it's like you know you know if we like if prey more prey is in the area too then that tends to to lead to more attacks um something it has to do with like water temperatures and and you know what i mean and to your point kind of like the shifting of the ecosystems right if we overfish and you know certain prey items move to different places to find fish that are closer to people then sharks move to find the prey and then oh, you know yeah. people get get in the middle right so it's like there's a chain, lots chain of, of chain of events that follow each other but yeah exactly exactly so there's lots of things you know there's also expanding right like you, you know the more resorts you start building in the ocean the more people are in the water right the more we're going to come into contact with potentially dangerous sharks um, um but it, i mean I, as far as i know it's not it's still not super common for, for people to get attacked by sharks it does happen right um but it's it, there, there's much more dangerous things <laughs> uh that are that we do every day like driving yeah uh, that are more <laughs> dangerous to, to, than uh, that thousand percent some drivers are scarier than sharks <laughs> right, right seriously i'll take my chances with a shark over some people on the road wow <laughs> <laughs> now the myth is this a uh is this a myth when there's blood in the water do sharks actually are they attracted to that or or is it a specific shark or is it not even how does that work now, as far as i know yeah i mean i think that they can detect the the, the blood in the water um okay yeah um 
you know, and, and that, that's potentially one way how they might find, you know, maybe like a, a dead animal or something that they go eat on, right? They, yeah. they can sense the chemicals, uh, you know, in the water. Yeah. That's, yeah, okay. There's a lot of sharks in, in Bay Area. I know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ocean, so. By the way, a quick, a quick, like, if it's completely random, but uh, just want to know your opinion on this. On the uh, speaking of San Francisco, uh, I it made me think of Alcatraz, and and uh, the guys that escaped in the sixties. Yeah. Did they make it or did they not make it? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I knew, man. I wish I knew. I mean, everyone it's, has it's, a guess, so yours is as good as any, right? <laughs> it's possible. I'll say it's possible. You know, I, I kind of like a good escape story, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with they made it. <laughs> I want to I want to say I made it too even though I, I don't condone their crimes but right. I, I, but you know if they were smart enough to escape an unscapable prison uh, guess they, they earned their freedom right <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> well cool man Albert thank you so much for getting on um, uh, again but you know plug away your channels you have your Instagram and YouTube and, and then uh, both are LB the adventure and then it's all spaced out on YouTube for the right. same name um, Everyone go check out his videos. They're uh, very, very interesting and intriguing to say the least. And, and you learn a thing or two about uh, these specific animals that uh, LB encounters with. Um, I, I know I did just watching a few and I'm planning to watch more. Um, and, I'm, and I'm excited about future videos coming out and I hope you hit uh, the Philippines to get, get that Thank out, you. off your bucket list, man. Appreciate it, yeah. Appreciate it. Thanks again for coming on. And um, uh, we'll everybody follow, subscribe, uh, and, and definitely follow LB The Adventure on YouTube and um, in Instagram. And Fumble Podcast on Instagram. Um, all the social medias, uh, I'll plug those in here. But uh, definitely on YouTube, subscribe, uh, uh, illuminate the bell, and um, like the videos that you, you see. It'll help me out as well. I second that. <laughs> go support this man thank you guys uh thanks again for joining this was episode 19 fumble podcast i'll catch you on the next one Showcase your very best